get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker on 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, getting ready for the college football weekend. Bill Bender of the Sporting News, kind enough to join us. Bill, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. We want to start with this because... In a normal season, we would say that, okay, Alabama and Clemson are headed, and we could throw Ohio State in there, all headed towards a collision course in the college football playoff. But with the Tigers, Clemson having lost a game, granted, they did so without Trevor Lawrence, but they just don't seem like the Clemson, the dominant Clemson that we've known in the past. Is there a team out there that you say, okay, that's a team that I could see beating Alabama? I mean, Ohio State and Clemson have enough talent to do it um, because they have the quarterback. And I think the, the common thread that the top five teams, in my opinion, and I'm not, I'm putting Florida in there because mm-hmm. they have a clear pass, is all five of those teams have a Heisman contender at quarterback between Mac Jones, Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and both Kyle Trask. And by the way, as a Heisman voter, that's an impossible decision right yeah. now. I'm hoping somebody <laughs> makes it for me. But, uh, the teams that have that kind of quarterback play and something around them, all of them will have a chance to win it all. Bill, you mentioned Ohio State, and I want to touch on them for a second. Do you think that the Big Ten would be altering their rules and the college football playoff committee would be looking at Ohio State this way? Let, let's say it was Indiana. If Indiana was undefeated and they were in this position, but they hadn't played as many games, do you think that they would get the same considerations as Ohio State is? I guess I'm wondering – is this a we want a Big Ten team in the playoffs so we can get the money deal? Or is this strictly in, okay, because it's Ohio State and they're a program with history and talent, we're going to give them these considerations deal? Uh, I've been pleading the fifth on that question all week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one because, I mean, to your point, I mean, that does have the appearance that they're getting, you know, the big brand treatment. But, you know, in my opinion, I think everybody that follows the Big Ten and it followed the season kind of knows that the Buckeyes are the best team. They did beat Indiana head-to-head. That's always the best way to settle that. Two of the games that were canceled were, you know, because of COVID outbreaks on other teams in Maryland and Michigan. And then, um, you know, some of it is they shouldn't have made the rule in the first place. I think the Big Ten, I'm just looking at it from Kevin Warren's perspective. I probably would have made the same decision because the alternative next weekend would have had Indiana and Northwestern playing in a Big Ten championship game and your best teams playing in a game against Iowa or something. And I think the mocking of the Big Ten would have been much worse next weekend if that was the case. Bill, you mentioned five teams. You included Florida in addition to Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama. But you wrote about Texas A&M as well. And it's something that I really hadn't thought about, how they could sneak into the Final Four. Uh, Their path isn't that unrealistic if you, you kind of look at it if florida loses to alabama which is probably going to happen and then notre dame beats clemson which not many people are counting on but it certainly could happen again ohio state wins then you're going to have clemson and florida with two losses texas a&m with one loss and not playing in a conference championship game cincinnati undefeated a two-loss big 12 champion either oklahoma or iowa state 
and maybe even an unbeaten USC team. So good luck finding that fourth spot out of that bunch. Um, I think A&M would end up getting it. And me personally, I would probably give that to Cincinnati. I think they've earned it by being undefeated. They've played a full schedule, and they've beat some pretty good teams along the way. But that being said, they aren't a Power Five. And the Power Five isn't going to share that money with the likes of Cincinnati, are they? <laughs> I mean, that's the same one. I mean, I, again, i got to plead the fifth there because I know the right answer. But uh, you know, I think we all, all three of us know the right answer there. But um, it, it is, and that's just another thing where – you know, there was a lot of t- talk about should they extend this thing to eight teams. I'm still of the opinion you got to keep it at four this year because we've kind of limped to the finish line with all these cancellations. I mean, look at the schedule this weekend. There's really nothing for you there. Okay, Bill, if Florida does beat Alabama, who do you think is the vulnerable team then in that scenario? Is it the loser of Notre Dame-Clemson? Is it Ohio State? What do you think? How do you think the dominoes fall, I guess, if Florida does beat Alabama? Well, I think Alabama and Florida would both be in unless Alabama loses by, I mean, it's got to be a high number because uh, it'd be, it'd have to be like an epic blowout type deal. You know, I think Notre Dame would be vulnerable there and the Irish have had a fantastic season. They, they, they're solid on both sides. They've got good quarterback play. They've got an all American linebacker. They've got all those pieces, but then it's going to be that argument and as somebody based in central Ohio that went to a Catholic school, uh, I'm going to turn off my phone that weekend if it comes down to Notre Dame and Ohio State. <laughs> Bill Bender from the Sporting News with us on 101 ESPN. A couple more things. You mentioned USC, and I have, as I sit here in St. Louis, I have a tendency to just out of hand dismiss the the Pac-12 you could have a, an undefeated USC team. You could have an undefeated Colorado team. But do they measure up with the eye test? Even if they get to six wins, do they measure up to the other teams we're talking about? It's stunning that a USC team is undefeated in my lifetime and, and ranked that low in December. Um, you know, it, it's going to be tough because of the lack of exposure that, that USC has got this season. They do have a good quarterback. They've got good skill players. They, they didn't play great in their first two games, but they've looked solid the last two. And it'll be interesting to see how, how and if they can make a jump up into that top 10 and make it for an interesting conversation. But, you know, I think the general problem here is there is a kind of nondescript attitude towards the PAC 12. You mentioned it. I think a lot of people are like that. I'm probably like that myself. So, it is wild to me that a two-loss Iowa State team that lost to Louisiana, and I like what Matt Campbell's done there, is getting more playoff buzz than the Pac-12 champions. Bill, big one here in Missouri, number, 12, number 25 Mizzou versus number 9 Georgia this weekend. Before we talk about the matchup, what are your impressions of Eli Drinkwitz in his first season as the Mizzou head coach? They've exceeded expectations, and that started in the opener against Alabama. I forget what the spread was, but it was high. And everybody was saying, you know, Alabama's going to blow them out, pick your score, that kind of thing. And you watch that game, and yeah, they lost, but they were playing hard into the fourth quarter. They made a statement by beating LSU. He comes from a culture there at App State where they just expect to win every game, and they do the things necessary to win at that program. And I know they've lost a couple games this year, but some of that's going to rub off on Missouri. Now, the key to sustaining that success, as you guys know, is – got to be able to recruit to hang with the SEC. Gary Pinkle did that for a while, was getting four- and five-star guys. And if Eli can do that, man, they're going to be a pretty good team to contend with there in the SEC East. It's a good measuring stick this weekend against the Georgia team that found its quarterback. 
Finally, Bill, there you are in Ohio, and you're keeping an eye on what's happening in Michigan. If in 2021 Jim Harbaugh is not the head coach of the Wolverines, who would be a good choice for them? Well, I mean, there's a lot of rumblings about a possible extension, and you put it this way, not playing Ohio State this week may have made an extension more palatable for Michigan fans. It's not great. I mean, the way they played this season was very disappointing. But um, if Jim Harbaugh decides to part ways with Michigan or vice versa, they've got to go after Matt Campbell now. I think he checks every box. I mean, I've been telling people, you watch Iowa State, they have an NFL quarterback, an All-American running back, and an NFL tight end. And Michigan, a program that was accustomed to having all those things for decades, has none of those things right now. So sometimes a program needs a fresh set of eyes, and if, if it's not Harbaugh, it should be Matt Campbell. All right. Bill, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Have a happy holiday season and enjoy your college football weekend. Hey, you guys, too. Thanks so much for having me on. Happy holidays. Take care. Thanks. Bill Bender from the Sporting News on 101 ES. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.